the government is us, and we're we're doing things right. The stupidity. Men have men have been getting on my nerves lately. Wow! 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 She's got tremendous hatred. T Rex can run thirty five miles an hour. Just thought I'd say that. Kid you not, a cow. How about that? And Hanover, Hanover School Board's being sued by the NAACP. It's all about the kids, right? It's all about the kids. And it's always about the kids. I bet you experienced a Trump-like impeachment in your life. I bet you have. I've been impeached. That's next. Virginia citizens and American patriots. Radio was the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Sounds Thanks phenomenal. for joining us this uh, cloudy Friday afternoon. It's a bit cool. You know, the last Friday I was here, it was a bit warm. That and, was four uh, years ago. <laughs> it was four months ago, anyway. It feels or like four it weeks was. ago. Feels like it was. Anyway, it's uh, yeah. It's wonderful to be back. I want to thank everybody for their thoughts and prayers. And uh, it's good to be here. Well, you look good. You sound good. And it does make the show complete. It is the only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth. So The only one. You know, it, it yeah. was interesting without you. I'm, I sure, got plenty, I'm sure you had a ball. I, yeah. No, I got plenty of comments telling me that, uh, you know, show sucked and where's Richard? So. It's good to have you back. Yeah, but I'm the only one who said that. (laughs) There were others. I was doped up. Where's Richard? (laughs) And uh, you were like, (laughs) was I also? Thank you. (laughs) Was was I also the only one to come see you in the hospital? Because I did. I came and saw. I I was there a lot. Pretty much. I mean, at least were not. What? I was there once, twice. I was there twice. I came to see you twice and I brought things for you. Don't act like I didn't take care of you this entire four weeks you're in the hospital. Four weeks, you came twice. Well, it's... And it was on the same not, day. Not... <laughs> no. Pretty much. It was different days. And the other times that I was coming, you were moving, I didn't have a chance to come. And I brought you gifts. I called... How many times did I call you? I called you continuously, Every nonstop. day. I did. I was worried about you, and so... I see the so, name pop up and go... Delete. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> what does That's he so want? Wrong. So wrong. That's not fair. That's simply not right. And you know what? That's you need to be. You need to be grateful that you have a brother like very grateful. No, seriously, you are right. I was. I was very grateful. I really was. Okay, it sounds like it. I was. But was look. I think what's interesting is you learn to lean on somebody so much. Lean on me. When you're in the hospital, but when you're when you're not here, you I'll know, bring you, know, you a book. You know, and it's not just the show I lean on you on. I bought I it the yard I think it's, I think it's great that <laughs> that you're here and I lean on you. But I'm talking about like in general, just in it's it's good to lean on you in life. And I missed that. You know, you yeah. used to take me to to places. You take me to the airport. I had to. Get I'm here Uber. for you. I had always, to get Uber. You know that. I mean, all these things happened with uh, with you gone, and it's just I, I just came to appreciate you more. So I just want to say how glad I am to have you back here. Well, thank you. Yeah. 
I appreciate that. Yeah, and all the trips I made. I'm very to the happy to be back. Yeah, I know you are. But trips to the hospital were 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 fine, and and uh, and so it was uh, it was good, right? Yeah, it was really good. It was really good, and I uh, I have to say, Henrico Doctors Hospital is awesome. Well, you're the They're fact awesome. that you're sitting here is a testament to that. So I guess you're grateful for them. They took good care of me. They let me eat all their fruit. Fruit? Oh, my gosh. They've got great fruit. Why did every time I come see you, you say bring candy? Why? That's the strangest request from a man in the hospital. Bring I didn't candy. say bring candy. You said bring candy. You sugar said it twice. Sugar-free candy. No, you did not. You, spe- you did not well, say sugar-free candy. I must have been candy. doped up. Well, that happens uh, a lot in the last four weeks. They didn't give me any to a, come home with. <laughs> that kind of ticked me off a little bit. <laughs> you wanted dope to come back with? You would. I wanted... Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. we're uh, we are. I, up I and wanted running. medication. But Let's put it else, that that's way. That's a fair way to say it. Sure. Heavy medication. medication. They they put me on this stuff that uh, uh, what's it called? The delighted, delighted. They put me on this delighted stuff. I don't ever want to be on delighted again, ever. What did it do to you? Oh man, they put you on delighted. They give you a shot. Within minutes, you yeah. have no idea who you are, who you are, where you are, what you're out doing. The, drooling out of the side of your face, and people are mocking you and making fun of you. And I don't know. <laughs> I wish I could answer that. I don't know. All I right, mean, I was doing something out the other side of my face. Uh-huh. Well, I'm not sure what it was. Right, but for- delighted is some powerful stuff. You don't you don't hurt anymore. No. Oh, that's well. That's the good news. I mean, you know, your mind is. All right, we are back, the Lee Brothers combined in the studio, 454-1366, 454-1366. Phone lines are open. Mark's behind the glass. We're having a great time. What, what At 5 o'clock, why do Democrats hate Christmas and Thanksgiving? I mean, we're coming up on the holidays, and we we're, and the stories have already begun. We'll share that with you. And a Virginia county has made its county a sanctuary for those who like the Second Amendment. And they did so because Northam is on the warpath. We'll explain I think I'm that. Moving. Coming up. We call him Beto Northam, by the way. That's a new nickname. That Beto Northam. Beto Northam. <clears throat> Where did that come from? Well, Let me guess. Yes, we have some listeners who are very kind and compassionate with helping us on the program. All right, 454-1366. You know, I felt like as I was um, listening to you this week, getting better and better and better, and it was encouraging to see I was see getting stronger and stronger, stronger and stronger. Yep, it was, it was great. Well, I did take a fall in the hospital. I thought I was getting ready to go home, and I, I went to the bathroom. I got my foot hung in my drawers. I was in there changing my drawers, putting on a new gown okay. and such. You don't need to. And my foot got hung. Yeah. And I couldn't, I couldn't get it. I couldn't get out of it, so I started falling to the right. Have you ever done that? I started falling to the right, thinking there's a wall there. No bigger. There's a wall. But I was wrong. There was a shower. You had to be doped up at this they point. They would not let me shower the entire time I was in the hospital. That's why I they only would came give to see me you these twice. Towelettes. Yeah, I don't doubt it. <laughs> I mean, people were being yellow taped off away from my room door, I think. They gave me these towelettes. And they have these really cool bonnets. <clears throat> Excuse me. They heat them up, put them on your head, and you scrub. <clears throat> a, a bonnet. Excuse me. A bonnet. It cleans your hair. Does a great job. Really? 
Does a great job. I prefer a shower, quite honestly. And they, no kidding. But they, <laughs> I'd, they'd come in the room and I'd say, "Can I shower today?" And they'd grin and say, "No." Exactly. So you end up falling in the shower and hurting yourself. I'd never worry about having any mice in my room. That's for sure. But they'd say no. So I'll go in the bathroom to change my skivvies and my gown. That is unbelievable. Please just move on with this. Okay, you fell over. I got it. My foot. No. Who cares if your foot got it cut? It wasn't just your fall skippies. over. I fell backwards into a concrete shower. I busted my butt, my hip. And your back. My back. Yes. And the nurse was in the room. So she comes in there. She was, she's while you're like, changing your skippies? She's like, what has happened? I said, I can't get up on my own. I'm going to need some help. Well, what has happened? I said, what does it look like happened? I'm laying in the floor on a concrete floor. I'm in pain. You might need to bring the the lotted back. I'm laying here suffering, and I need your help getting up. And I was like feeling pretty good that morning before my foot got hung and must give his, and I went down. (laughs) You know, I fall to the right thinking the wall is going to catch me. And there's no wall. There's a shower. So I fall backwards in the shower. So she comes. She helps me get up and puts me in the bed. And the doctors come running. They take me down, do a CAT scan. They all came in there. Is, to help. is he going to die? I don't think so. But uh, maybe it could happen. So <laughs> You're anyway, in a hospital. I'm in the hospital. I mean, We're a perfect well, place to people die. People die in hospitals. They right? took me downstairs. They did the CAT scan thing. They came back and said... Uh, you did not bust any bones. But your brain has you no activity. You bruised some bones. <laughs> and I was like, I have some da-la-la. Da-la-la. Did they dope you up? That's when I called. Oh, they, they, I think I called you that day. I was like, what is wrong with you? We went the wrong way here. I said, I want da-la-la. I want da-la-la. They put me on meds. Put me on meds. And here you and, are. And uh, lo and behold, by the end of the week, I was dying still. My back was killing me. Well, you look good. The day after that, I fell. I didn't I tell know, anybody. I know. You fall. I didn't tell anybody. Not, well, don't tell anyone. I busted my hip on that floor, up. but I didn't tell a soul. All right. Come but up, I did but, tell one person. That's, that's, uh, she let's, promised not to tell anyone. Have you ever been impeached? No. What's it like? I felt like I was the... impeached. They impeached me there. Yeah, they I said, know they did. We're going to exactly. impeach you and <laughs> charge you with falling on your butt in the bathroom. It is so no different impeached. than Trump. And I, I, we're going to tell I you. I felt like I had a peach. How no, most I'm not of going you, there. I can tell you how most of you have gone through some level <laughs> peach on my butt of what Trump is much. going through. And your phone calls are next. 454 Lee Brothers, 820, 92.7 FM. Peach me. Hubba, 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 hubba. Scott's my brother. He's just my favorite brother. Virginia citizens and American patriots. 454-1366. 454-1366. Have you been in a He's gone against Mac by our mother. I think is it. There's plenty of times in our lives growing up where we were not understood with things we said. Remember they used to play a game. What did you just say? When they used to play perfectly, a game. perfect example of that exactly. You used to play a game where you'd whisper in someone's ear, and the next person would whisper in someone's ear, and then eventually at the end you'd say, "Well, what was the opening statement?" No one remembered, and 
Well, they remember. They remembered it completely backwards from what it was. Exactly. And there's also times, and you could probably think of this either at work or at home, wherever it might be, where someone hears you say something and completely takes it out of context. What did you say? And spins it to mean something different. I just took it totally out of context. And then you get frustrated because why can no one understand what I'm saying? Mark, slap him. This is exactly what's happening with Trump. This entire impeachment thing is built around those exact scenarios. And if anyone's ever been in a business environment or a work environment or an environment at all that you've been misunderstood or you said something that people are taking out of context and spin it against you, it is very frustrating. And you typically hear the words, you're fired, at least from Trump. And probably from work. Maybe you've been fired because of something that happened at work that you feel completely was unjustified. Who, me? I've never been fired. So you, you find yourself looking at this entire Trump thing, and you think, this is exactly what's happening to him. And every witness that was called wasn't even a witness. They never were there. They are always, they're about hearing something from someone else, every witness, which begs the question, what is going on up there? there was- it's just the Democrats trying to get rid of President Trump. It's as simple as that. That's that's what this is, whole impeachment thing is all about. And you you know that. Sure. People know that. You know, oh, I hope that that my blindness to certain political persuasion, per se, think about it this way. We all have a preference politically. I hope that I would be able to see if my if, if the Republicans were doing something this stupid. I would hope I'd be able to see and go, what are you doing? I would hope I could see it. As a Democrat, I hope they could they see not, what is happening here. They would not be doing this. I mean, listen to this quote. This they is simply from, would not be doing it. This is from Democrat Mike Quigley. He uh, he's on the committee at this. He's, he's in the hearing. And here's what he said about hearsay. Now, everyone knows what hearsay is, but he actually is making the case that hearsay is better than real evidence. Do we have this clip, Mark? OK, here we, here we go. Hearsay can be much better evidence than direct. <laughs> really? Much better. Not just somewhat better. Not That's a little bit better. good to know. It's much better than direct evidence? Hearsay can be much better evidence than direct. How? Could you imagine in a court because of law? Because you can make it up as you go along. You oh. can say whatever you want. Well, in that Think case, about it. Think about true. it. That's true. That's true. In that case. What, what, if, what if hearsay were allowed in every court? Right. Every court in the land, you go in and you call a witness up on the stand and they just start rambling. Right. Then it's then that would be hearsay is much hearsay better. Hearsay can be much better. <laughs> That's exactly. a classic, unbelievable Democratic exactly. statement. This is my point. If you're a Democrat and you're looking at this at this hearing, aren't you saying, wait a minute, if this all hearsay, we don't have a single real witness that was there? What difference does it make? Let's just make it up as we go along. Hearsay can be much better evidence than direct. So I would only hope that that we would see the, the ridiculousness of, the, of this if we were on the other side. Even Pelosi said something yesterday that made me go, we've completely lost it. There Does is that surprise you? Some, in this country, you are innocent until you're proven guilty. It's not the other way around. You're not guilty and you must prove your innocence. But that's exactly what Nancy Pelosi said yesterday. This is the Speaker of the House. And if the president has something that is exculpatory, 
Mr. President, that means you have anything that shows your innocence, then uh, he should make that known. Um, <laughs> he's innocent now. Uh, innocence of what? What? What innocence? What should he show that makes right. him innocent? He, if they're just making it up as it goes along. Well, here's the thing. He is innocent. Right now, currently, he is innocent unless you, Nancy Pelosi, prove otherwise. That is called America. In fact, that's one of the big differences between our country and a lot of others is that the presumption of innocence is first. Nancy Pelosi wants him to show something so they really have something to attack him on. That's what she wants. She wants Trump to go come up and go, okay, I've got something to prove my innocence. I did this, 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 and this. And they're going to go, aha, aha, and gotcha. By the way, he released the transcript of the call. I mean, what more do you want? We know exactly what we said. But listen to what Nancy Pelosi says here. Listen how condescending this woman is. And if the president has something that is uh, exculpatory, Mr. President, that means you have anything that shows your innocence. Yeah, yeah, you stupid man. If you don't know what that word means, here's what it means, Mr. President. What a condescending, arrogant, unbelievable. Show us. Mr. President, that means you have anything that shows your innocence, then uh, he should make that known. Mm. He should make that he should known. Make it known. He should make it known. How about if there's any proof that he's guilty? You should make that known. Nance, how about that? They're all over the place. It's it's uh, This is a travesty what's happening because we have the transcript of the call. We know exactly what was said. Um, even the... the uh, the the president of Ukraine is saying I don't I don't understand why there's such conversation about this that they don't they don't have a single witness that was even there everything is about hearsay um, this thing will go away very quickly I can't wait to see what the Democrats are going to do when they're asked for the articles of impeachment what are they I guess that's what the hearing is they're trying to figure them out but they they already think they know but being rude being a a a jerk, or not saying what you want to be said is not grounds for impeachment. If you don't like Trump's policy on Ukraine, you don't impeach him. You elect someone else. <laughs> That's what's happening here. Maybe nobody told him what the meaning of the word impeach meant. Good point. Really is. Possibly. I mean... All right, your phone call's next. 454-1366. 454-1366. I think... What's interesting about all this is the American people, for the most part, are looking for the crime. They hear all this stuff on TV, but they're looking for the crime. They don't know. Their their motto is, don't do the crime unless you want to do the crime. <laughs> then knock yourself out. I, I, I find it, um, most people you're talking to, and I get, you, you get this too. You get people call you up and go, okay, what happened in the impeachment? I had three phone calls yesterday from people saying, Hey, tell me about what's happening in this impeachment thing. They don't know. The American people don't know. And they're really not that interested, really, in all the hearings that the Democrats think is going on. All they want to know is, what did Trump do? And you know what people don't know? They don't know what he No one knows what he did. That's what I'm saying. The articles of impeachment will be very, very helpful. It's hard to show what someone did when they didn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm going to punish the you. Small Why? little detail there. I don't know yet. <laughs> Give me a few minutes and I'll figure small it out. Small details don't matter about the facts. <coughs> Angela uh, or uh, AOC, 
our our buddy um, uh, up in uh, New York. Don't you love her? She's Isn't she special. She's a gift. I got. Don't you just you. want she, to lick her cheek? <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. What is wrong with you? Maybe you're still taking drugs, but um, no, I'm not. A- if AOC- I were, I'd have brought enough for everybody. <laughs> well, good. AOC is upset if the government lets her down. This is her talking about how, and this is the difference between, really, I'm going to say a Democrat and a Republican. A Republican looks at government as a problem, not as a solution. Republicans look at government as something that should be almost um, very, very small, not significant. Democrats look at government as a solution to things. And if they don't do things. And a place to get a massive income. Right. And In if fact, they, they want more money now. And if it doesn't work out that way, then they make speeches like this. Here's AOC on government letting her down. It's, it's the most unbelievable statement. Elect a politician, and then they let you down. It feels like rejection. It- when a politician huh, really? lets you down, it feels like rejection. Uh, For who? That sounds pretty accurate to me. Yeah, I mean, if anyone lets you down, then you feel like you're rejected, right? How much trust do you put in a politician? I've never felt rejected by a politician. Never. But you know why? Because they shouldn't be controlling anything in my life, quite honestly. But that's really a quick difference. AOC, please continue. And they let you down. It feels like rejection. And so when you elect a politician. Yes. And then they let you down. Mm. It feels like rejection. It feels like heartbreak. Did she figure that out by herself? It feels like betrayal. Betrayal. And it feels like I never want to love again. (laughs) I never want to to love again? I never want to love again. I got to write a song. That might be a little... (laughs) I got to write a song. Might be a little dramatic. My politician never wants... Made me never want to love again. And it feels like I never... That's the title. Listen to her again. And it feels like I never want to love again. You think she's overplaying her hand? I hope she bit. doesn't love me ever. So I po- never want to love. You know what's funny about that her, line? It, or know, have her love me? You didn't know it was coming. Here she is again. Listen. And then they let you down. Oh. It feels like rejection. It feels like heartbreak. heartbreak. It feels like betrayal. Hang on a second. On a second. Heartbreak. Heartbreak. All right. There's too much emphasis on this rejection. politician. You writing these down? Rejection. Yeah. Heartbreak. Heartbreak. Let's see what else. Feels like heartbreak. Feels like heartbreak. You got that right. I've got it so far. Okay. I got to write this song. Tonight. It feels like betrayal. 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 You got that word down there. Yeah. Betrayal. Got that word. Betrayal. Heartbreak. Man. And then the, finally this. And it feels like I never want to love again. I That's what that never want to like. love again. <laughs> she's serious. I mean, she's serious. And it's her turn. She's absolutely serious. I kid you not. All right, coming up, it's Hanover her fault. County. Hanover I County. I never want to love again. It's her fault. Is being sued by the NAACP, yeah. and the NAACP, you see, is so concerned about children. Not so. You we'll know, you that. know something else. They they'll make you never want to love again. <laughs> Save that mark forever. Lee Brothers. It's betrayal. Ninety-two point seven FM. It's heartbreak. Rejection. WNTW. Never want to love again. Madison, Jefferson, and Henry, real Virginians, the Lee Brothers, on 820 WNTW.
We built this city. Yes, we did. We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. Uh-huh. Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother. Sitting to his left. Sometimes it's far left. That sounds so good. It's Richard yes. Lee, who's back. So glad, glad, glad to be back. It is. Glad to have you. Phone lines are open. 454-1366. 454-1366. Who should decide the name of any school in any locality? Me. Or, or me. Simply me. Yeah. Simply us. Let the Lee brothers decide. Yeah. If it's confusing, I mean, it's really not that confusing, but if it, if it if is. If you get confused, I'll name it. Yeah, exactly. A big deal. Oh, yeah. Hanover County School Board is um, confused. Con- it's being sued by the NAACP of Hanover. The National Association for the Advancement of Colored People is suing Hanover School Board. Now, this isn't new. The lawsuit was filed in August over the names of the school, Lee Davis High School and Stonewall Jackson. Now, that's what I guess you do when you don't get your way. You sue. Yeah, I mean, true. Now, the, the school board... I've considered suing you, you know. The school board... Because you didn't bring me anything to my job. When? In the hospital or now? No cheeseburgers. Can you have no candy bars. Can you have cheeseburgers? <laughs> of course I can have a cheeseburger. Okay, I didn't know if that was the new rule for you. I shall eat one on my way home, maybe. To prove it. I might eat a slab of beef. It so, could happen. So the school board. so Lasagna, so, maybe even. So the, uh, the school board in Hanover is obviously being sued by the NAACP because of the names of these schools. So the school board is considering settling the lawsuit. Just, and the just end, settling it. I don't so know, what I don't does know settling what means. mean? I mean, does that mean Writing you pay a big, money? Nasty check, more than likely. Or do you change the name of the school to up uh, to to set to satisfy these hate mongers or these people who want to force their way on a community? Who should be in charge, or who should have the the idea of the name of the school? Shouldn't it be the community? See, the school board addressed this. The school board had a survey, and it turns out the survey was wildly in favor of keeping the name. The school board voted 5-2 to two to retain the names. How about the parents the and the students naming the schools? We're talking about Lee Davis High School and Stonewall Jackson. That's it. Correct? Correct. That's so it. who gets to name these two schools? Does the NAACP get to name them? Yes. Did the parents get the, the NAACP gets to name them? They get what to are sue. they going to name them? Well, whatever they want. I they heard guess. the new rule is you can't name a school after a person. Well, that's the new so our school hopes policy. For the Lee Brothers School, high school is never going to happen. Well, that. Uh, there you go. No, that's perfect. That that's that's perfect. It's still, still. We'll even on. paint the sign. We would do that. We'll hire, you know, the street painters out of the city who are so talented. They're incredible. And have them come out there and bring their spray cans and have at it. Name that school. Hey, that could be a new game show. Name that school. Robert, what do you think? Robert Barnett, the president of the NAACP of Hanover. I guess every county has their own version of the NAACP. I, mean, I guess. So Hanover has one. Robert Bennett said... 
The Hanover chapter of the NW supports the Hanover Schools Board's proposal to resolve this open lawsuit quickly and effectively. With a checkbook. <laughs> exactly. So how big is that check? That's another game show. NAACP's Hanover branch sued the county over the names. Name that amount. You know, here's what they said. They said it violates the constitutional rights of black students and their families by making them feel unwelcome and creating an unequal learning environment. How is that? There's a Barack Obama school in Henrico County. How does that? Well, that that apparently, by the NAACP definition, would mean that the white people have their constitutional rights violated walking into Barack Obama high school, middle school or elementary school. It's an elementary when school. When are we ever going to get past this race? Isn't it racist unbelievable? Crap. It's got to end. It's got to end. So a Hanover resident by the name of Am- Amber Peacocks, she said that she, she's upset over this thing. She said repeated dismissal of the persistent pleas from the communities to change the name and mascot would suggest there's no intention of promoting a community that embraces diversity. Oh, my God. What a pile of crap. So the fact that... Embrace that diversity, baby. Well, you know, we've talked about this before. Why don't they name it Peacock School? Then she'll be happy. All right. And you could put a giant peacock out front. (laughs) You ever seen what a peacock will do to you if you let it loose? You talk about kicking your butt. That thing will tear you up. This, This sounds like this kind of woman right here. There you go. It's just... The school of the indoctrination. Peacock Elementary. There is way too much emphasis. I like it. You know, it's almost like the kids. If you ask the kids in the school what they think, they don't care. The kids don't even care. They don't know. In fact, until someone told them who Lee and Davis was, they probably didn't even know. And they don't know who Stonewall Jackson is. Right. And they don't care. It's interesting that the parents... Name it anything you want. Just make us come four days a week instead of five. Exactly. We don't care. It's interesting that the parents or the NAACP thinks this is some kind of life-threatening event that requires them to sue Hanover County Schools. It's, it's, it's amazing that we've come this far. Richard, and what you're saying is, this is ridiculous. Can't this please it, it, stop? It is ridiculous. He said... Uh, the, the Name s- it the ridiculous school. The um, that? board of supervisors or the school board member Barossa said both Lee Davis and Stonewall Jackson will eventually be rebuilt and be re- renamed. So they're going to rebuild them eventually at some point. Will be renamed <clears throat> and uh, and the name will be according to the existing school board policy. And that policy states no name of a person living or dead shall ever be the name of a school again. No person living or dead. Can you imagine? How about Night of the Living Dead? <laughs> can we name it How after it, one of those characters? I guess they can't <laughs> even name it Obama School anymore because it's a person. Well, they're going to have to How go insane. in and take Obama's name off that school. And that man's going to be mad. That, well, you know, that's a Henrico. He, that's Henrico. It's not Hanover. Oh, that's right. Maybe Henrico yeah, will allow it. Not a problem. You know, Obama said, I just make it up as I go along. So the crisis. Yeah, I, I, I think I was a thug. <laughs> yeah, we named a school after a, a thug. thug. He thought he was a, a self-proclaimed thug. thug at that. Right? Shouldn't we change the name of Barack Obama Elementary now? 
This is so stupid. What the are we left gonna has got to stop. Thug school. The left's got to stop. All right. So, is that really the crisis in our school districts today, it's, or is it that the kids aren't learning? Yeah. Ex- or what they're learning is pure indoctrination. Take for example, loud pure thug things. Loudoun County has this new diverse classroom book initiative. I don't know if you heard about this. This is this is unbelievable. But kindergartners shouldn't be reading about my princess boy. This is my a new princess boy. Yep. It teaches them that they can deny biological reality and choose a gender they most identify with. This is kindergarten class in Loudoun County. It's called Diverse Classroom Book Initiative. Anytime you have... Now, that name right there should be enough to scare every parent out of their mind. Diverse Classroom Book Initiative. Really should. I was watching a, a show on YouTube the other night about the Vikings. And they were proving that, in fact... Viking women were as bad, and I mean that in a good way, as bad as the men. And they found all these bones and all these artifacts that proved that Viking women fought as hard as the men did. (coughs) Excuse me. Just not as strong. (coughs) Well, these women, at one point in the show, they mentioned the fact that the women... uh, probably identified their gender with that of a Viking male counterpart. I'm not kidding. (laughs) I was like, oh, the Vikings were were well aware of gender and they identified as a male, the male gender and they fought hard and they got they got hit with axes just like their counterpart, the male counterpart. And they had a burial ground for these female gender who identified as male gender Vikings of all things. And it goes back to the 14th century. Really? No. Wow. That's just rewriting it with our eyes today, trying to think that there was there. This is not historical to go back and say well, these women little, thought they were men. How do they possibly yeah, what does know a little that Viking child say, hey, mommy, I'm identifying as a male <laughs> right now. So get your butt in there and clean up your Viking room, you little. You may not be able to tell the difference. They, they had Viking exactly. rooms? I, I, I think I, they only had boats. I don't know. Didn't Vikings come in boats? It's all they boats. came in boats. They so hacked can, people up, took their stuff, so they and had a room and rode off into the Viking sunset. Maybe the kids had v- rooms on the boat. Maybe so. Go clean your room. On the Viking. Yeah. Get on that Viking boat. I'm identifying as a man right now. All right. You're you know what that means, don't you? Your phone call's next. It's going to be ugly. 454-1366. Phone lines are open. 454-1366. Coming up, the new uh, senator from District 10 here in Richmond, uh, Gaza, Hashim Gaza, or is it Gaza Hashmim? Yeah, you won't believe why she ran. You you got to hear why she ran to be in the Senate. It's going to be good. 454-1366, the Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW. Tired of talk shows where hosts think they know everything? Call the Lee Brothers. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Four 
1366. The only two-headed talk show is back. The Lee Brothers, Richard's back here in uh, in rare form even today. So, um, rare after, form, rare form. What does that even mean? T-Rex rare. can run 35 miles an hour. Yeah. Just thought I'd say that. Let's see it. That's T-Rex right. can run 35 yeah. miles. See, an he hour. pulled that from the old days. Sometimes before. faster. Now that probably had nothing to do with the show. You just probably plucked that out of thin air. And they're chasing about you. I hope they run faster because yeah. you can't run that. You know fast. they're not. Like around nowadays, right? You're just no. There's a about place in that, South America. I think it's there's called, a bunch of dinosaurs living down there. It's not Did real. You know that it's not real. You can see them from a plane if you fly over. That's a movie. Again, you're you're distracted you buy with the reality. airline tickets. You're distracted to go to Aruba. You and I just Aruba, and I'll get the pilot to fly over them, and I'll show you those I'm sure dinosaurs running you 35 spent, miles an hour. Think you Big spent, lizards. You spent, <laughs> <laughs> that from the aircraft. I'm not kidding. I've been there. I've heard it. I'd love to. Yeah, no kidding. The, the Democrats, I'd love to have one as a pet. The Democrats have taken over the General Assembly, as you know. We were in the hospital. Yeah. I don't know if you knew this, but it's We bring a, a T-Rex back here. They won't, they won't hold it very long. It would be fine if we could actually do that. So, uh, the, 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 they took over the General Assembly. They now are going to force a lot of things that are, are going to be very bad for you. We'll talk more about that coming up at 5. Wham. But first, this Ghazala Hashim, is that how I Hashmi? That sounds like a she, serious She's name. the first Muslim senator we've elected in Virginia, and she's uh, outside of, uh, of Richmond. She's got parts of Richmond into the Cheshville County of Powhatan. And the first Muslim woman, so that's a big deal. Well, she was asked, why did you run for this seat? Uh, yes, it was in uh, February 2017, and it was really uh, the result of the uh, Trump administration's imposition of the Muslim ban. Okay, so she the ran Muslim because ban? Of the Muslim ban. You know, the one where she said, we don't want terrorists. I from bet these they're rockers, aren't they? Muslim banned. So you think it's a group she's talking about? Oh, what is it? Band. It's the band they, where Muslim, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, band. B-A-N, yeah. uh-huh. not D. All right, band. I was say, I bet I'd like, I'd buy a ticket to go see him. But it's a ban. Yes. A Muslim ban. So listen to how she continues this. It's crazy. Of the uh, Trump administration's imposition of the Muslim ban, I had a moment of panic where I had to wonder whether after living here nearly 50 years in the country, whether I had a home anymore, whether I was welcome here. Oh, come Are on you now. Kidding that me? is ridiculous. That is so... That is- <gasps> Get a hold of yourself. Yeah, that's it's ridiculous. So absurd. It's so absurd. So she ran for office because she wondered if she had, if a, home. She had a home here. Because apparently Trump's Muslim ban meant she couldn't be here, which is a pile of crap. Which means she has to move <laughs> away. Unbelievable. To a Muslim land. She didn't stop there. She actually continued. Let's mock her still, shall we? Yes. And I had to prove that answer, not just for myself, but for so many people who feel marginalized. And to- There's a bunch of marginalized people running around. Uh, but wait a minute. Are, is there so many people who are idiots who think because he put on a, a Muslim travel ban, she left one word out, travel ban, True. Um, that they can't live here anymore. Yeah, right. There must be a bunch of them. There, mu- there must be. She calls them marginalized. Why didn't all of them run for office? I love the marginalized word. The left has used it so well. Listen, people who feel marginalized. Marginalized. It's, it's a great word by the left. They use this everywhere they go. Are you marginalized? 
there's so many people who are marginalized that I'm here to help. Marginalized? You mean I like margarine? I prefer butter. But Butter for better. so many people who feel marginalized, and Tuesday's election was a sign that uh, we absolutely embrace diversity in this country. Oh, it oh, is. That's what, yes. And we didn't before that. We embrace it whenever we see it. Yeah, and of course. We walk up on the sidewalk, I'm give them a big diversity. hug, they slap us in the face, and we move on to the next group. This new the state. government is us, and we're, we're doing things right. <laughs> this new state senator to Hajmi. Hallelujah. Um, I can't get her name right. I keep, but Hashmi, this, Hashmi. this Hashmi governor, actually our senator, the new senator, Hashmi, is uh, thinking now, oh, we proved it. We're diverse and we like it. And people see it as a sign of hope that we really are a nation that embraces a diversity. It's just a one Senate seat. It's not the nation. It was Little District 10. You cute little senator. It's and not the here's, nation. Here's the thing. This nation has always. Already, exactly. Always, always, always embraced. Diversity. Always. Diversity. Of course. The, these people run on a fake lie that there's someone out there who's against it. I'm against it entirely. And thank God she shows up to prove us wrong nation that embraces diversity and that we value the uh, premise of inclusivity. And so uh, many, many people have just been buoyed and uh, feel optimistic about It's a good word, buoyed. Many people have just been buoyed Buoyed. and buoyed. Booed or buoyed? Play that thing again. I I don't know where it is in here. Hold on. Is it buoyed? Many, many people have just been buoyed. Buoyed. Many, many people have just been buoyed and uh, feel optimistic about. Did she say embraced posterity <laughs> or something to that before we were all buoyed? Unbelievable. Are we buoyed with like a Thank a buoy that floats? Her no, but hope. You know, you're excited that kind of thing. Hope. Yeah, the word. Hope. Thank goodness we elected her because now oh. we know we're not some kind of racist hate mongers. All right, your phone call's next, 454-1366, Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM, 820 WNTW. What made that change? Richmond's conservative compass, the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. So the the Floyd County School Board here in Virginia has a problem. They're keeping this young calf in this outdoor pen, and the county's all upset. You can't have a cow in a pen. In Floyd County, so 10-year-olds and other kids have signed petitions. They got 400 signatures to let the calf free. Well, here's the thing, though. We're going to talk about this more next hour, right? Because it it helped so many of these kids do away with their fear of calves. Yes. They had a fear of a calf. They had a fear of calves. Because calves are... And they probably had a fear of eating that calf. Maybe. So they haven't got to that part yet. No. In the next month or two, they'll they'll do away with their fear of eating a calf when they, well, eat the calf. What but the, anyway, they, this calf is kept in a pen. A pen? Where should And be? they're feeding it. They're learning how to feed a calf. Put a blanket over it. How to water a calf. How to put a blanket over a calf and keep it warm. Right. And in the meantime, they're learning how to not be afraid of doing all these things to that calf. Sounds like it was a bad scenario, right? That sounds it's like a good scenario. I thought it was awesome. This I one mean, this one little kid said, Floyd County's keeping a calf and has no place to hide from predators or the weather. It's a cow. 
What's a predator for a cow? Humans? Uh, a very large owl. <laughs> or a very large hawk. All right. A, a bald up. eagle's huge by nature. Coming up, why are Democrats already hating Christmas and Thanksgiving? You won't believe that. And a Virginia they County. can't have a calf to eat. A Virginia County is now a Second Amendment sanctuary for you to carry your firearms. All that next. Lee Brothers, 820 WTW, 92.7 FM. The government is us, and we're, we're doing things right. The stupidity. Men have, men have been getting on my nerves lately. Wow, wow, wow. She's got tremendous hatred. T-Rex can run 35 miles an hour. Just thought I'd say that. Why? Why? Why do Democrats hate Christmas and Thanksgiving? It just started. Already? Because they have cows. A uh, Virginia County is now a sanctuary for you and your Second Amendment rights in That's Virginia. Awesome. It is awesome. And Elizabeth Warren, endorsed by a cisgender black group and hated by billionaires. I don't understand, but that's next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name's Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this cloudy and cold Friday afternoon. We're so... Uh, we're so glad to be here. We're so glad to be here with you. I am certainly glad to be here. Um, yeah, welcome back, bro, from the hospital. Thank you. I want to thank everybody for their thoughts and prayers. Uh, I believe that's what brought me home. Right. Well, you had a tough run out. I mean, we we thought you'd be in there for a very short time and end up being multiple weeks. You yeah. came out. You went back in. Uh, and so, you know, it left me doing the show by myself and actually getting some guest hosts. They thanks to Steve Rossi who filled in for us last week. Thank you, Steve. But we have uh, we we are glad you're back because the show is only as good as uh, the two of us together. Otherwise, it's crap. Well, thank you, brother. <laughs> so I heard anyway. That's what <laughs> they sent me to a nurse in home. Yeah, you ever been to a nurse no. in home? No, of course mm-hmm. not. I'll never be to another nursing home. That doesn't sound like it lived up to its... uh, Did not live up to its name, nursing home? No. Okay. No, I did meet a physical therapist there. She's absolutely awesome. I mean, truly awesome. Beautiful young girl. Nice tan. Oh, by the way, she was a physical therapist. Did I mention that? (laughs) She was awesome. Yeah. Great. And she taught me a lot of things about myself. <laughs> are we talking about physical therapy or are we talking about like mental issues you're dealing with? She well, help you there. But, you know. <laughs> exactly. No, she exactly. was a sweetheart. And if I could have stayed and seen her as my therapist, I would have done it. But right. she was moving on. So, well, we're glad you're back. Thanks for being here. It's and, good to be back. You know, and you look good except that shirt, which I don't know why you'd wear something like that on your first um, day back. But that's the okay. only problem with this shirt is I don't know where the batteries go in. Yeah, no kidding. It would light up. Yeah, that's like a you Christmas. Know, I got a compliment on the shirt. On this shirt, that's a lie. Today. That's a lie. I'm not a lie. Dude, my, there's no way you got a compliment on that shirt. My that's wife no way. gave me a compliment on this shirt. She goes, "That's a beautiful shirt." And then I think I heard. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Well, she did say that's a beautiful shirt. Yeah. And I, said, uh, yeah, right. I thought if sure. anyone would compliment me on this shirt, it, it would be her. her. Exactly. You know Which we like, know what that means. And she said, get away you from ought, me. You ought to take it off and not here. Not here. 
I'm not that, taking it off. Like it. <laughs> the button came loose because maybe that's where the batteries go. I don't know. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's bright, shirt. isn't it? It's right. It's a worse shirt. Nice and bright. It's horrid. It's anyway. like a highway service type shirt. No, or it's like a mix between a Halloween and Christmas. It's I don't think horrible. you could get hit by a car in this shirt. Uh, maybe so. Maybe I they. Would, I think on purpose. They take out the crazy man. They'd run me down. Yeah, they would. All right, so phone lines are open, 454-1366. So what do you think of that shirt? That's about as colorful as an eggshell. I'm just going. Yeah, I know. You better stop while you're ahead. All right, so anyway, real quickly, back to this cow that's in Floyd County. This school brought the cow to Floyd County Public School to learn about agriculture, learn about the cow. It's in a... The students are learning Pretty about much. agriculture, and it's a calf. They're feeding the calf they're feeding with the, the calf, bottle. and they're learning. And yet so obviously, the calf needs to learn about agriculture because it it doesn't know what to eat. Soon, so it, one day, it's going to find out okay, that's why insane. they were feeding that thing with the bottle. Because the kids know what to eat. And you know what this? You know what I'm saying? There's a there's definitely a dividing line between people who understand why we have livestock and those who can't stand the fact that the livestock are in a a crate or a pen. You know, what else are you going to do with them? Tie them to a tree? The then you'd be mad they're tied to a tree. What are you going to do? Let it go? Yeah, you can't do that. It'll now. total the car. It I'm would. not kidding. Yeah, you don't hit it. You ever hit a cow with a car? Is, or even a calf? By the way, just at a side I wonder note if you here. get to drag the thing home if you hit it. That's the silliest thing That's I've That's like heard. a year's worth of meat. But not it's a, a calf. You're working hard to put food on your family. That's right. <laughs> and now, is this a That's one way to put food on your is, family. Is veal, is veal a calf? Veal is a calf. Now, That's, a lot of people won't eat veal because veal is a calf. That's ridiculous. It's like that. Wait till they grow up to kill them, eat them. Doesn't matter. Just eat them. Veal actually tastes pretty good. I like veal. I, like a, I don't eat. Oh, whatever. Babies. You don't have any. You you you've had veal I before. I want some baby back, baby back, baby back ribs. Huh? I've I've had veal before. Yeah. So you ate a baby I cow. Ate a baby cow, and I cried for a month. <laughs> Or whatever. And then I got angry and went and ate its mother. <laughs> all in one all sitting. All in one sitting. You know, ah! there you go. Aliens will eat baby cows the drop of a hat. They'll come okay. in with I don't their know, laser things. Richard, please. And they'll cut the organs I know you spent out. four weeks in a hot. Come back. This Floyd County cat has nothing to do with aliens. Nothing. Not everything you know, ties to aliens. There's nothing to watch on the TV in a hospital no, 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 that's except alien so, this and right. alien that. All right, so Floyd County. All right, we're done with the Floyd County. There's ghost shows. We're not done with yes, Floyd County. Not. Floyd we County. We got to talk not, about no. that baby cow. No, it's a it's a cow. He's incarcerated, man. He's not. He's incarcerated. He's, he's not incarcerated. He's not incarcerated in Floyd County. They have 400 signatures to release this thing. This is what's insane about it. In Floyd County, release like it. Release it. If I was a, if it, I would go outside and go, okay, where y'all all parked? Point the cage in that direction and open the fence. Right. And say, baby. Right. Hey, hey, calf! Right, you need to go out there and dent the crap out of some cars. No wonder I couldn't hear out of that ear. It's ridiculous, unbelievable. There's something. You turn my headphones around. All right, let me show you something else. You ridiculous. gravy sucking pig, you. So, so we know Warren yeah, Elizabeth Warren. That's my guitar is getting down my bad self. Elizabeth Warren is a. Is a is Thank a, you for pointing that out. Is crazy. Yeah, she's Elizabeth, half Indian. Yeah. I like what now, Vic, I'm not saying people that are half Indian are crazy. Because she's not, she's half, Indian. not half Indian. She she's says she not is. even Indian. She says she is. That's what's crazy about it. 
But you know, there's a, there's I saw a picture of her beside Hillary Clinton, and they're laughing. And she goes, "You know what's funny is people believed I was part Indian." Do want to ask you, Secretary? <laughs> and Hillary said, "You know what's even funnier? They believed me." Period. Do want to ask you, Secretary? Oh, that's that's hurtful. Oh, that hurts. That's such a true story. So glad that woman is nowhere near that. Well, yeah, that, that's to... a laugh for Halloween. Did you have that on no, your front porch? I took it off. That was last year. I did that. All right. So Elizabeth Warren was just endorsed by a group that calls themselves Black Cisgender Women. It, it here here's here's what? how here's how they identify themselves. Here's the group that endorsed Warren. I got to write that down. Hang on. Our identities and our lives. Black, trans, and cis women, femmes, gender nonconforming, and non-binary folk remain at the forefront of each and every social movement to hold this country accountable. They do? They're, these people, which I have no idea what that even means, hold the country accountable? These cisgender groups? Cisgender. Hang on. You haven't even heard most of it yet. Here's what Elizabeth Warren said about getting the endorsement. Here's what she said about this. Black trans and cis woman, gender nonconforming and non-binary people are the backbone of our democracy. And I don't take this endorsement lightly. Go ahead, backbone. Yeah. They're the backbone of democracy? I'm, I'm impressed. I'm sure the founders thought, you know what? The backbone to our democracy, which, by the way, we're not. We're a republic. Did um, scientists figure this out? I don't know. It's just, I don't either. Anyway, Elizabeth Warren... This is just the beginning of what she said. Wait till you hear the rest of it. And your phone calls 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW. Lee and Lee, the trial lawyers of political talk radio. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. These singers will never love again. Well, that's because politicians because they know a politician, yeah. and the politician, politician has, has taken them down. Their ability to love, right, and, and away. And once that happens, I mean, there's no going back to it. I love you. And it feels oh, like I never wait. want to love again. Yeah, thank you, Alexandria. I was going to say I love you, brother, but I can't. I mean, I can't say it because I, I don't. I mean, I can't. I don't have the ability. You understand what I'm saying? Because I never want to love again since I met a politician. Who let you down? Who let it me down? It feels like betrayal. I was, it feels like I never want to love again. I was betrayed. So out of bounds. So out of I bounds. I was betrayed. It caused me heartbreak. Caused me rejection. All right, Elizabeth Warren Stop got Stop me from loving. Elizabeth Warren got an amazing endorsement this week, and she's so proud of it. It's from, I don't love that woman. It's from the black cis uh, women... And trans, right. I don't know what that even means. I don't love Again, anybody. Here's here's what their uh, their group says: Our identities and our lives. Black trans and cis women, femmes, gender nonconforming and non-binary folk remain Elizabeth. at the forefront of each and every social movement to hold this country accountable. That's ridiculous, Elizabeth. Honey, I don't love you. But here's what Warren said: She once she got the endorsement. That's she got right. the endorsement, and here's what she said. I don't love anybody. 
This is what I don't understand about Elizabeth Warren. I mean, if Elizabeth Warren gets the endorsement of a cisgender black group, I don't even know what these terms mean. How does she love anyone? I I don't know. She's lost her ability to love. And I've lost mine. According to this Twitter statement. I used to love that group here. I can't do it. I'm sorry. According to this Twitter statement, she said black trans and cis women... Gender nonconforming, non-binary people are the backbone of our democracy, and I don't take this endorsement lightly. I'm committed to fighting alongside you for the big structural change our country needs. Wow. So let me just see if I can break this down. Elizabeth Warren thinks this cis women, gender nonconforming, non-binary people, which I don't even know what that is. Wait a minute, cis? Like a lump under your skin? C-I-S. Cis women. C-I-S. I don't know exactly. I, this is all new Elizabeth, you're confusing me, and I don't love you anymore. Cis women, gender cis. nonconforming. There's a dash Gender nonconforming, so that means they are no longer a woman? Uh, I, I, and then, they gender nonconforming? Well, then Maybe they're a man? There's another term here called non-binary people. Non-binary people? That sounds like she's been... You know, these are meaningless, made up, kind of a Klingon terms. I mean, Klingon. They don't even know what I, they mean. Uh, now I do love a Klingon. Now, here's the here's the. But I, I can't love a Klingon anymore. But that's a Klingon term. That's pretty cool. You imagine Elizabeth Warren saying to that's any a Klingon other that they're the backbone of democracy. She, looks she like claims a them. She claims they're the demo- the backbone of the democracy. The cis gender non. Conforming, binary, whatever. Klingon is the back. Klingon was my word I used to define it. It's not. You know what a Klingon is? I know what a Klingon is, but it's my word to you because it's just gibberish is what it is. It's not even a language. I don't understand what she's trying to say. Klingon is a language. I've got the dictionary at home. I really do. Well, good. Explain me what gender nonconforming means. It means she is. Yeah. Good point. You don't know. Nonconforming to her own gender. So she has to conform to a different gender, which makes me not love her even more. So you don't know what it means. Did I explain? No. It was complete. It's gibberish because what she's saying is gibberish. I so, think so. So you have you have I think so. her claiming I'm that this is the backbone of the democracy. If this is the backbone of the democracy, I don't know what. What, what's the rest of the democracy? The, I guarantee you, most people out there thinking don't even the know what these of it terms is mean. Like the shoulders and the hips. Right, it's absurd. It's not just the backbone. Elizabeth Warren also came out with uh, with an ad attacking wealth. Wow, I thought you were going to say something really bad. Yeah, here's the ad. It is time for a wealth tax in America. Oh my word! Now, why does the people cheer that? What do they think is going to happen if there's a wealth tax? They're going to benefit from because it because most of them don't have any wealth. And well, if they're going to tax someone? it, what the heck? Not bothering them. There's plenty of money in this world. There's plenty of money in this country. It's just in the wrong hands. Elizabeth Warren is going to fix that. Is a twisted sister. Spelled C I S T E R. Are there are there people who are really in favor of a wealth tax? Oh, of course there are. That That is, I don't understand how people think. Even if you think it somehow would benefit you, is it really the definition of fair by the left to tax somebody's wealth who's already paid taxes on it their whole life? Have you ever broke down the word moron? You mean like by letter or what do you mean? Break it down now. Moron, more, 
taxes. Is that what it means? On the wealthy. Is that what the it means? Wealthy. So moron means that people. That's how does your mind work? One meaning. There's something. It's, it's, it's brilliant. Okay, we're, we're going to need a couple more weeks of you. Genius. Get, you need a couple. I'm going to bring a magnifying. I'm going to bring a magnifying glass next week. Not a magnifying glass. What was I saying? I don't even know. But it's brilliant. I think a few more weeks to get the drugs out of you will be very helpful as we move forward in the next few. You think? I don't. I, I'm hoping that you, two things. I'm hoping that's true and you never wear that shirt again. All right, your phone call's next, 454-1366. I have matching underwear. That, I just threw up. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW. Sibling rivalry, brotherly love. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. They They really do. They listen to us uh, at WNTWTheAnswer.com by clicking on the listen button. They listen to us on 92.7 FM. They listen to us on us uh, listen to us at 8:20 a.m. and uh, and then they send us emails. And they listen to us at then stoplight yelling at one another. Then they send us emails at patriots at theleebrothers.com. And we just got one from our program director here at the station. So tell Scott to shut up. Nope. Nope. He didn't say that. He's actually helping us with cisgender and the definition. Are you ready? Very cool. I'm, I'm, I, I, you know, I was talking to him about this uh, before he left the station and uh, I told him these things. But you go ahead. Cis male female is the new term. And that's what we needed. We needed a new term because the old term apparently was not appropriate. Cis male and female is the new term for someone born as a male who identifies as a male or born as a female. So cis? I apparently am born as a female who identifies as a female. Hmm. Elementary, my dear Watson. So, so we're cis males. I, I pretty, I'm pretty sure. Cis. Hey, cis. <laughs> yeah, right. That's, not, that's right. Do you that's like not, that? I'm done. You, no, you I, like don't. That? I don't hey, like sis. it at all. I think it's, What's uh, I think it's horrible. Tommy Denner says. So why? Give me the cash in your wallet, says. You know what this is doing? This is actually defining. You're trying to put a definition on on male and female is what you're. You don't have to. Why don't you just call it male and female? Exactly. But sis now says, oh, you're you're male likes. Where's your car, sis? Where'd you park, sis? You know, I'm sorry I never I mentioned this. We, we I'd like parked, to take it back immediately. Not we parked where you usually park, sis. That's the theme song. What's wrong? Exactly. Exactly. What's right? A lot. A lot is wrong. We park I don't think where... all the drugs are out of them yet. And from what the drugs. Hospital. Yeah, exactly. Hey, real quickly, I have to share this story because it drives me insane. You know how I feel about homeowners associations. Everything drives you insane. Well, pretty much, including that shirt. But so a Mississippi shirt couple beautiful. had a home burned down in Mississippi. Jeez. Mississippi they put the, couple. They, they put the RV they had in the driveway to, while the home was being rebuilt and they're right. working with the insurance right. company. Right. The homeowners association approached them and said, right. you cannot park here anymore. Right. You need to leave. Right. You have to remove the And it's the most unbelievable big government, I mean... That's why I hate homeowners associates. They can't even right. bend over or allow this RV people. Their house is burned to the ground. They can't You're live in an RV. You're calling them RV people. What is wrong with you? They're, They're not RV people. The people who They live. had a tragic end to their home. They're not RV people. And in Mississippi. Here we go. The homeowners association. Here's a story about RV people. <laughs> it's like I'm now, sure I'm, one's a sis and I'm the an, other <laughs> one's a sis. I'm an RV racist. 
That's We're right. going to talk about the RV in their driveway and the house burned down. All right, coming it's up. Shame, isn't it? Governor Northam has it's some new gun bills that he wants to force upon you. And there's a new county in Virginia that now is a sanctuary for those county? who like the Second Amendment. What about all the old counties? No, it's just, this, is a, this is a new county. It's an old county with a new law. Let's just put it that way. Oh, gotcha. Your phone call's next. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM. That's right, Sid. Look, buddy, I'm doing a broadcast. Do you mind? The Lee Brothers, proclaiming liberty over tyranny on AM820 WNTW. Just after 5.32, we're outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left, my left, sometimes before left is Richard Lee, back from the hospital. Glad you're here, bro. Glad to be here. Glad to have Sis. you. You uh, need to have detox for a couple weeks, and then I think you'll be perfect. Until that time, we're, we're still glad you're here. I'm detoxing. For Chief Joe from Williamsburg. You're on FM 92.7 and AM 820 WNTW with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Uh, I'd like to correct you guys first and foremost. You're not outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. You're outside the capital of the People's Republic of Virginia, and you're behind enemy lines right now. <laughs> you need to get that, well, that's true. That this hasn't been formally announced yet, so we're, we're trying to hang on to that until January, and then we can rename it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I like to get ahead of the power curve, you know? Right. I don't anyways, blame you. Uh, you know, it was amazing to watch this. I'm a, a veteran of both the Middle Eastern Wars of the 21st century and the Cold War of the 20th, the end of the 20th century. And what I saw today and what I've read about in the transcripts of the so-called impeachment inquiries reminds me of exactly the kind of show trials that the Nazis and the Soviets put on during their reign of terrors, prospectively. The whole concept here is, is that what's really funny is, is that President Trump, anybody who reads John Solomon's latest from the 13th of November, he would realize that this woman was instigating against the Geneva Convention, the law, international law, was fomenting rebellion and political discord in the country while serving as ambassador. Right, right. That, that in and of itself is enough to relieve her of duties and should have cost her her job. Well, eventually, so, eventually she was uh, she left, gone, which was good. But you're you're exactly right, Chief Joe. That's the problem with this. The problem with this, there's two things. One is you're exactly right, but the problem is is nobody, nobody even knows this stuff. Nobody. I mean, go around and talk to people you know. Um, have people ask you questions, even liberals and Democrats. All they do is hate Trump. They know he did something wrong because you see, in their mind, Trump's evil. Not just a bad policy guy. He's evil. You see, whatever it takes to get rid of Trump is fine because Trump's evil. And if we have to lie, cheat, steal, uh, conspire behind the scenes, make something up to get rid of evil, then it's perfectly fine. I mean, there's, you know, how could you object to that? Because Trump's evil. That's how the left looks at it. I just, like I said in, in, in the first hour, we were talking about this, is I hope that my presuppositions in favor of conservative principles wouldn't blind me so bad to seeing an injustice that the Republicans were doing it. And I hope that the Democrat Party isn't so blind 
with their progressive leftist agenda or hate for Trump that they miss what is really happening here. And that is, there is nothing illegal. I mean, Trump didn't, people don't like Trump's policies, so they, that's, that's where this is all coming down to. It's interesting that the policies that are national impacted our policies here in Virginia. The, 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 the election in November, the election a couple of weeks ago, gave us a Democratic-controlled House and Senate and governorship. There are going to be real consequences for that election. We're already beginning to see and hear them. Beto Northam is, what's his new nickname, is actually saying that he has his main focus is going to be gun violence. He said, quote, we'll introduce legislation, and I'm confident that we pass, to allow localities to ban firearms from especially like public buildings and municipal buildings. That's one of the issues we had in Virginia Beach. Wait a second. Governor. I'm, you know, not maybe not the brightest guy around, but I'm I'm pretty sure. Very true. I'm pretty sure. Thank you. Welcome back, by the way. Oh, you're welcome. I missed somebody to insult me in the middle. <laughs> I just needed to point that out. The uh, the shooting in Virginia Beach would have been stopped, Governor, if you had a no guns in municipal buildings policy. Are you insane? That guy would have been sitting at home going, going darn. I would go down there and. Shoot a bunch of people if the if the law would allow it. <laughs> exactly. Give me a break. It's asinine. The Democrats are coming for every possible law they can get in that. One that of the, sounds like a war cry. The Democrats are coming. The Democrats coming. are coming. I mean, they're coming. They they want to to reinstitute the one handgun a month. I, I was just thinking the other day. What a horrible scenario. Daggone it, I'm going to have to wait till next summer to do what I got to do. That's so ridiculous. That's so stupid. Any impact on bad guys with guns is ridiculous. The left, you you guys are insane if you actually think that makes any difference, but. And it doesn't. Why? Why does it matter to you that a law-abiding citizen can walk into a store with a background check and buy more than one handgun a month? You're hurting. Makes zero sense. You're hurting the gun business. You're hurting the economy. They might mind that. that. You're hurting the economy. Northern went on to say, we're going to deal with gun violence. Yes, we are. We're going to limit these criminals down to having one gun a month. That's what he said here. Once they build up to 12, we'll keep an eye on them. (laughs) Yeah, right. We're going to deal with gun violence, he said. Enough is enough. We've lost over 1,000 Virginians last year to gun violence. I've asked the legislature to come back in July. They spent 90 minutes, and that's just unacceptable, said Northam. So we've lost 1,000 Virginians to gun violence? How many of those were actual murders with guns? I mean, and the definition that he's applying here, some of those were self-inflicted. Some of those were accidental. And I bet you some of those were in the uh, area of law enforcement. So you think your little rant about guns is going to stop a thousand Virginians from hurting themselves with gun violence. This is Beto Northam all over again. John, the Latino Lee brother from Chesterfield, you're on 820 WNTW and FM 92.7 with the Lee brothers. Hey, John. Good. Good to hear your voice, Richard. Good oh, to see you on the air. Glad thank you, to have John. you back, brother. Thank you so much. 
You are most welcome. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. My, a very a buddy of mine coined the term Beto Northam a couple of days ago, and I just <laughs> jumped all over it. That's perfect. And uh, uh, if he's listening, uh, Governor Northam, <clears throat> uh, let me quote the founders uh, that neither the state nor the federal government has the authority to disarm the citizens. To pass a law that would make citizens criminals is criminal in itself and uh, and uh, against the Constitution. So uh, anything that's any law written against the Constitution is no law at all. So he can stuff it. Thank Perfect. you, John. Perfect. Well yeah. said. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Here here's the uh, here's the good news. There are some who are saying that to Ralph Northam, and that is a county in Virginia, Campbell, Campbell County Supervisors approved legislation, uh, their legislative agenda that they send to the General Assembly, and the Second Amendment is one of their top priorities. The supervisor, Charlie Watts, proposed a resolution to acknowledge that Campbell County Board of Supervisors' deep commitment to maintaining the rights of Campbell County citizens to keep and bear arms. Where is Campbell County? It's up in the mountains, I guess. Or in southwest Virginia. It's west of here. West of <laughs> here, yeah, I think. In the resolution... I want to move there. It declared Campbell County a Second Amendment sanctuary and emphasized opposition to any infringement upon Second Amendment rights. Now, if anybody has a brain in their head, they'll be fine with going to Campbell County. Because Do you know any of those people? I don't. I'm I don't, just know, curious. I don't know anyone from Campbell County. I know quite a few because no. I am brilliant. Yes. But I didn't know if you did. No, I do not. Well, I didn't think so. So they emphasized Second Amendment rights in their um, legislative agenda and ma- essentially made the, the county a sanctuary for those who prefer the Constitution over uh, this new uh, group of uh, legislators we're going to have in Richmond here in January. Now, that new group of legislators in January are going to include a new a new thing that has not happened here in Virginia. We have a new speaker that is a woman. Oh, my gosh. And shouldn't we applaud that? Because you see, to the left, what's even more important than policy is your gender or your cisgender or your nonconforming or your binary or whatever it might be. So this is supposed to be a big deal. Adam uh, uh, Aben, who is an Alexandria Democrat, said two words that have never been spoken in the 400-year history of Virginia House of Burgess and the House of Delegates. It's Madam Speaker. Who cares? Who freaking cares? It doesn't make any difference. What matters is the policies this woman has, and they're actually quite radical. But not only do we have the first woman radical. speaker. He said radical. We have the first <clears throat> black woman majority, majority leader. And everyone's excited about this. And what difference does that That make? Of course. It it makes absolutely no difference at all. Exactly. Ralph Northam said in a statement, Virginia made history again today. Together we'll defend the rights of women and minority groups. Defend them. Against who? We will defend their rights and none of us will ever love again. He's going to fight climate change, pass common consensus gun legislation. And then um, Delegate McQuinn, who's a Democrat from Richmond. McQuinn, he's from Scotland. It's a her. He's she, not from Richmond. She's she was Scotland. She was excited to congratulate the first female House Speaker. Here's what she said. It's a historic moment for us all. And none of us will ever love again. And it's time for us to celebrate, she said. This is what's interesting. 
quote, we have a, women have a different perspective on some things, and we get to be part of that in terms of leadership, unquote. And we don't have to worry about love anywhere in the General Assembly because none of us will ever love again. So women How have a serious different... serious is that? What, what, what's the different perspective that a woman has on tax cuts? What's the different perspective that women have? I, I'm going to argue that they women don't. have zero different perspective on policy. The only difference is they're a woman. Now, they and might they be a liberal love. left woman, but why are we to think that women have a different perspective on things? What's the perspective of the policy There's perspective? No tell me, that, tell me, I want to know. Perspective. They have the same perspective. They just, there's liberal. Most of li- women are they're liberal. liberal and they can't love. It's as simple as that. I just don't understand the, the, why women is so important in this position. What difference is a woman going to make than a male that was Kirk Cox? None. None. If it was a male, if the woman was a conservative and had just taken over the speakership, would there be any different policies than ones for Kirk Cox? No, zero. zero. So what is it? Show me, show me the policy that will be changed because she's a woman. Kirk Cox has been a public servant for a very long time. He's very, he's experienced. He knows what he's doing. He's been a phenomenal speaker of the house. And uh, I mean, I'm glad he's he'll be greatly missed as speaker, but he's still there. And I thank the Lord above that he is. I'm just sad he can't love anymore like the rest of us. (sighs) All right. Coming up, um, Democrats already hating Thanksgiving. Can't love. That's why the Democrats. Christmas. I just do not understand it. Maybe we can break it down together and figure it out, shall we? Can they love the turkey? No. They can eat plenty of it, but they can't love it. Your phone call's next, 454-1366, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW. Simple facts, persuasive arguments, and common sense, like Thomas Paine. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. That's not Scott, though. Oh, no. You know, Thomas Paine wrote the book, the pamphlet Common Sense, before the Revolutionary War, and it really sparked you in the hearts and minds of people. You can't teach common sense. I've been trying to teach yeah, you right. your whole life. Well, one of the things he said in that book, when he was, or in the pamphlet, when he was dealing with the, the argument for independence, is he said, Scott, you'll never learn. He'll say, he said, Richard teaches. He did say simple facts, persuasive arguments, and common sense. It was kind of a battle cry during the, the Revolutionary War, and, it, and I think that, uh, that, actually is the same conversation we could be having today, even about Thanksgiving and Christmas. I mean, how can you live in this country? What time should I be at your house, by the way? And despise Thanksgiving and Christmas. You're always welcome to my house. You know that. Really? Yeah. MSNBC. So what time is Thanksgiving? It's Thursday. Okay, I'll be there first thing in the morning. Of course, you should be. You're going to have a Thanksgiving breakfast? Sure. Word. For you. I'll be there. Just don't wear that shirt. All right, so MSNBC, which is, by the way, the what about the, the underwear? The worst, the worst show <laughs> ever. What is the worst show ever? The worst station, MSNBC. It is. Oh yeah, they suck. Horrible. Joy Reid. They don't love anyone either. Joy Reid said something that was completely. When I first saw this, I was like, wait a minute, what did she say? Here's the clip. Listen to what she says about Thanksgiving. We are just over two weeks away from one of the most beloved American food holidays. Thanksgiving, where problematic actual history meets delicious cuisine. Delicious cuisine. 
Do you I like she the said? sound of that delicious cuisine. That's not. Are you going to have delicious point, cuisine? It's not the house? point. You missed the whole. Let me play. The, can I play? No, but you know, delicious cuisine sounds good to me. Right. You know Did you hear what she said about Thanksgiving? Did you miss that whole entire thing? Here she is hating the holiday. Listen to her again. Where problematic actual history meets delicious cuisine. Problematic American history. Problematic, problematic American history. What is she referring to? Back when the you know the settlers had. Thanksgiving with the the Indians. I don't know what she's referring to. She must think that we're uh, an evil people. I don't know how you can live in America and say Thanksgiving's problematic. You know uh, that, that's, that's that's unbelievable to me. There's certainly a problem with MSNBC and with many of the left. They they hate Thanksgiving. They hate. Well, they Christmas. don't have to celebrate. They hate our country. Hey, all left, the things our country the is left, founded on. Go to Cracker Barrel. Right back in the day. When the first Thanksgiving took place, the settlers were out setting up to have a big meal, the Thanksgiving meal. And uh, this is a true story. The Indians were watching from the tree line. So they ran back, told everybody, said, hey, they're doing something like that. I don't know what it is. They said, put on your war paint and grab your hatchet, your Tommy Hawk. And they went up there. They were going to kill those settlers. And take their turkeys and such. But they got to watch and they said, man, that smells pretty good. So, it's unbelievable. So they popped out from the trees and the sellers said, come on down, American Indians. Oh, wait a second. And, yeah, y'all come on down. Let us feed you. Because right. the time has not come when we can hate. We love you. Yeah. Well, Mr. Know-it-all. There's a problem. That's right. I think there's a problem in our society where we came to agree that Thanksgiving is a holiday that is very good for America. If we're now debating whether Thanksgiving was bad or good, we've, we've lost our culture completely. It's and very it's good for American family to get together and everyone what I'm talking about. say what they're thankful for. That's not what I'm talking about. You know it. Now, Demo Democrats hate Christmas. In Wisconsin, the new governor, Tony Evers, who is this first year as a Democrat, decided to rename the Capitol Christmas tree. It's first year as a Democrat? First year Democrat. How do you have a first year as okay. a Democrat? Let me just rephrase it. I'm He's a, a brand new governor. First year. He's a brand new governor. It's his first year as governor. It's the first time they've had a Democrat in a long time. It was Scott Walker before oh, that. I got you. So he renamed the Capitol Christmas tree to, well, you know, a holiday, holiday tree. tree. Well, because, oh, man. Yeah, I mean... Make although, me puke. although it's a tree that There's we use for a holiday, I guess what's the holiday? Christmas. Don't want to call it a Christmas tree. No, you can't love if you call it a holiday tree. Anyway, instead of the religious ornaments that some people put on trees, the Democrat oh, man, see my. wants to decorate the tree with science themed ornaments. Here here's like what the USS Enterprise from Star Trek. Nope. That's a real ship. Here's what he said. Ain't no game, I'm telling you. This year we want kids to make holiday ornaments that celebrate science, symbolize what science means to students. That's ridiculous. Like a moon or their a planet. Families, or their communities and acknowledge how important science is to the future of our state. Some kind of symbol that means <laughs> this tree is radioactive, something like that. Isn't it funny how they say symbolize what science means to the students? What do you mean what it means? Science is science. That doesn't mean anything to anyone except facts. Of course, nothing says reason for the season like a test tube or something hanging from a tree. This well, little is PC Eddie's going to make a nuclear bomb that hangs from the tree. You know, a, a, a model of a nuclear bomb with uh, the nuclear code underneath it. 
see what happened when the Democrats get in charge. I wonder what Christmas is going to look like next year with the Democrats running Virginia. We're going to have a Christmas tree? I think all the stores are going to be selling these science kits. <laughs> you know, great. Make your own bomb. Here's the kit. All right, 454-1366. We are the Lee Brothers, 92.7 FM and 820 WNTW. James Madison and George Washington would be so proud. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. And uh, that's a wrap. That's a scientific wrap. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Sure it is. Scientific. Yeah, I can't wait to rock your drugs. Everybody needs a scientific wrap once in a All while. Right. Once in a while. Scientific wrap on the head. Hey, tomorrow morning uh, is, a, blow. is a marathon here in Richmond. It's the VCU Health Richmond Marathon. New name. You can find out more about it at richmondmarathon.org. But, you know, for those who are going to run 26.2 miles, good luck. Godspeed you. Amen. I ran three this morning. I thought I was going to die. Then I found out cows swam eight miles in North Carolina to save themselves from a hurricane. I thought, if a cow can swim, I can run three miles. But I barely did that. Hey, well, I'm check, happy for you. Check us out at WNTW really The Answer, WNTWTheAnswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you to our page where you have three great things there. Gun control leads to tyranny. Medicaid for all makes things worse. And natural rights. Government does not give rights. They come naturally. All that is WNTWTheAnswer.com. WNTWTheAnswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers, takes you directly there. Then, of course, we archive our shows. You can find the archive there and also at our Facebook page where our show is archived as a video where you can be there and watch 24-7 at your pleasure. Word. Thanks to Steve Rossi for covering for us last week. We really appreciate it. It was a good show, and we enjoyed it. And uh, thanks... For all the thoughts and prayers for me while I was out for a month and a half or so in the hospital, it, it was no fun, believe me. Well, coming up, you've got Thanksgiving, and we're going to be messing with Thanksgiving a lot, I promise you. Get out to the, uh, the big race tomorrow, and we'll see you next Friday right here on AM 820. And FM 92.7. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States.